Welcome to HQ Wave Radio. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And this is a show about two best friends. Alana! How's it going? Oh, you know, just regular quarantine up in this piece. And just, you know, coronavirus killing everyone. Oh my god, I know. It, I, it's been... It's been like two months since we've done a recording. I mean, obviously, we've been talking in between the two months, but we, yeah. you know, true to HQAF style, we just could not <laughs> either one work our way into like figuring out how to record an episode or just like not. Be- <laughs> we we uh, uh, unfortunately have not learned that running a quick Google search could solve many of our problems <laughs> in the 2020 world we live in. Yeah. In fact, even even before this call, like literally seconds before, and I was like, what if I just call you on the phone and you record on your computer? <laughs> Just do yeah. it like that. Like, I'm really loud, and so that's the audio that's going to be picked up, and then, you know, we'll be even for once. <laughs> yeah, no, we've been uh, really racking our brains creatively um, to figure out how to make this work without just, you know, running a quick Google search on how it could possibly. Yeah, and so we're, we're just actually recording from my laptop, and so if the audio quality is a little off, it's because, you know, we're only taking one side of the recording and not from the other side but right. totally cool um i mean because i know that you Catherine, are totally used to this like audio quality so <laughs> this is the quality our fans have come to expect so <laughs> i don't feel super bad about it yeah exactly um, uh, well, <laughs> well just to kind of like get into it alana how have you been during this quarantine like let's update let's give a quick update on like how things have been going Oh man, do we want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like quarantine, or just this whole situation, um, I feel like we're all in a mild depression because it's just really sad. Yeah, um, I, no. I will say though, in terms of like lifestyle and changes and things like that, as the audience and you know, Francis, I'm not an adventurer. I'm not someone <laughs> that tends to willingly leave my apartment unless it's to go to work or Japan. So <laughs> this, this type of lifestyle, like stay at home and don't see people actually suits my daily living quite well. <laughs> but see, in that respect, I'm not um, impacted that much. Although I do miss, you know, seeing you and seeing my friends and just like having a more regular interaction with people. But yeah, in terms yeah. of lifestyle, everything's fine. It's just mostly sad for, um, you know, the world that we're just kind of in this space, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. And I think yeah. what what's really hard about it is that, you know, like, even though you are a homebody, even though, like, you're, you're, like, a lot of this is maybe, like, the same for you, a lot of it isn't also. Like, I every time I go out to, like, go to the grocery store, go to Lowe's, it is so stressful to just to go crowd like walk by somebody in the grocery store a while walk by somebody who's like trying to pick up the same plant that you are like it's it's <laughs> the plant shout out. girl girl i went to lowe's girl. like like this past weekend and you know there um lowe's they're implementing like uh they had a what is it, like a hundred people and so there was a line to get into lowe's and 
I think they strategically put all like their best plans out by this line so that way people would just pick up all the plans. <laughs> and you know me, you know me. We were there for like some home improvement shit, but I was there like looking at the plants and there are people like crowding the plants like get off, get so off. Hello. I know, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Um, I will say though that like that has been like my favorite part of quarantine is the plants. Like it has just given me a lot of <laughs> a lot more time. <laughs> I was actually thinking I might do a little mini series about my plants. Um, yeah, you know, it's like in, in this time of like quarantine, like it feels like you really have to kind of sit back and enjoy some of like the smaller things, like. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy right now um, is just having that outdoor space. You know, I, you know what it was like in my old apartment. Um, we just had that balcony and, and I loved it. I, I like a lot of that stuff up there. Um, it really made having a balcony nice, like the, 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 um, the flooring and the, the, the cafe chairs and my little plants out there. Like I, I loved it. And just having like a, bigger extension that over here has been very fulfilling in a way like I've been able to explore more plants and I won't get into it now but it's just like having that and having something else to look over has been one of the small like kind of things in my life because as you know like this whole pandemic thing for somebody who is in control for somebody who is who lives sort of like a fast-paced life in terms of just like things are just always going on like it kind of gives you, it gives me like a lack of, a sense of a lack of control. And it yeah. is one of the things in my life right now that I feel like I can control. And so it, yeah, it's, it, 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 it takes some adjustment. Like it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that this took like somewhat of a dark turn, but like at the same time, it's like a real turn. So <laughs> Exactly. I yeah. mean, it's a dark time in our um, history as human beings. So, you know, here on HUF Radio, we don't shy away from the shit of reality. <laughs> <laughs> but um, today, we're not here to talk about no. how terrible <laughs> <laughs> or how inspiring it's been for our plant activities and our plant fulfillment. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about cars. Yes. We don't drive. Not at all. I mean, yeah, like how how often um, in the past two months have you been driving your car? Once a week. Once a week? A week to go. So I changed jobs, which was uh, walking distance and metro distance, you know, either or. And so I already kind of had adjusted to driving my car only once a week. But yeah, now especially, actually, I guess now with quarantine, we do grocery shopping. We try to do it like once every two weeks. So, yeah. you know, but I still go to my dad's house to do laundry. Yeah. Because, uh, it's free and available. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, once a week, pretty much. My yeah. regular style. How about you? We try to limit our, our grocery runs to about once every other week. Um yeah, and, and so we've been doing like very active meal planning. We've been um, um, only doing takeout every once a week, doing grocery plan um, every other week. Um, there might be like some special occasions, like with the Lowe's run, um, where you know something. Well, <laughs> so that's an emergency. 
but <laughs> but yeah like certain things like like that might dictate us having to go out um but yeah we try to keep it to once every other week um and so yeah our car probably doesn't see as much usage as it usually does i think um especially now that we live in alexandria i, I can only guess at what our new car usage would be but it, it, it's probably going to be it would be much higher because we're not as metro accessible as we were in dc um right you know yeah we're just like further away from things so yeah it's it's almost as if we were living back in dc just the amount of times that we use our car um yeah <laughs> and so this episode is actually dedicated to some of uh a brighter time when we did use our cars and like the funny what? stories. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of great funny stories to tell you guys from those periods. Both so funny stories of us together in cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, even though I, I talk about times before we were friends as the before times and the dark times, <laughs> and the bad times, there was a time in which we did drive our cars separately because we did not know each other. <sighs> <laughs> i know i don't want to go back to those times do, those do times. you ever have you did you ever drive in cars with strangers before is that was that typical um i mean so a stranger comes up in a car and asks me to get in no I haven't <laughs> um strangers how like define strangers um it when you, you do you remember when you and i first met and you were just like okay my mom needs to know where i live not when we first met, but when you first came over to my apartment as friends and you're like, my mom needs to know where I live and, or, and, and, um, what my number was and all this and that, would you have got into my car at that front, at that juncture? No. And actually that's funny that you say that when I was in high school. So around like 16, 17 is when people started getting licenses. Yeah. My parents said I wasn't allowed to get into someone's car without calling them every time. Like uh, someone who wasn't a parent. So it was a, a peer of mine. Whoa. So that's where I was coming from. So no, it, when you put it that way, no, I did not get into the cars of strangers. It took years for my parents to even let me get into the cars of my friends. If it wasn't their parents. Well, right? What was the reason for that? Was it because they were, were leery of people who were like teenage age driving cars? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like young drivers who aren't as experienced. Um, but then when my brothers got to be in high school and their friend, they didn't give a fuck. They <laughs> get in whatever car, see you later or see you never. For some reason, it just always was different. Was there ever a time where they were like, so like what were, what was like their um, criteria for saying yes or no? Was there, was it, they had to like had ridden in the, the car with your friend and saw how good or bad of a driver they were? Or were they just like, okay, thanks for letting us know. Now for the next hour, I'm going to panic until you like, tell me that you're out of the car. <laughs> yeah, well, no. They would just say I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> like, they would say, no, you're coming home now. So you um, would call them. <laughs> they would just be like, yeah. no. <laughs> that happened. I, do, I have actually a couple stories where, like, my friends were like, oh, let's all go and hang out. Let's go do this. I'm like, sorry, guys. I'm just going to hang here. I can't go. <laughs> My parents won't let me. I will. Uh, I mean, I already wasn't cool in high school, but man, was I not cool to hang out with in high school when I was a person you had to like leave at home. Oh man, I had like a sort of a similar um, like growing up because like I never did um, extracurriculars in 
in middle school, high school, be- specifically because my parents hated picking me up. Like they hated that. And so I, I would have to find my, my own way back home, but I was very shy in, in middle school, high school and is very much did not have a whole lot of friends. And so, you know, the extracurriculars that I did, I, I couldn't find anybody to like, I, and I couldn't work up the courage to ask somebody to just drive me home. And my parents would never want to drive me. Like they would not want to come pick me up and, yeah. and say like, well, just don't sign up for it. Like, what's the point if you, if, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> and then I got a car and it made things so much easier. When did you get a car? How old were you? I was a, a junior in college when I finally got my own car. Nice. Yeah, it was the family van. <laughs> we might have been the same age because I didn't get a car oh, until I was a junior in college. Well, because I needed it. I was going to Nova, so I was walking to college. And then when I started going to GMU, I mean, it was just either going to be like a really long bus ride or driving. And so that was when I, yeah. Through Yeah, my parents just did not. One did not have the, like the, I think the money to spend for a new car. Like they just didn't want to. And then the other one was, um, I think they didn't trust me enough to have like my own car. Like they were very leery having with, with me having my own car in, as a junior. And I was already kind of like a nerdy kid already to begin with. So it's like, what what are you expecting me to do? <laughs> like I I don't you're you're kind of taking away the one thing that I need to get around in college. Like you don't want to drive me. So let me drive myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was it way easier for your sisters to get a car? Because it was way easier for my brothers to get a car. Yeah. I, didn't I, even think twice. It was all whatever. Sure. I think we'd have to ask Donica, but I'm pretty sure like it was a whole lot easier for them, especially because Donica went to college like much further away than I did. Um, mm. She managed to get the Lexus actually for her college experience. Yeah, I know. I know. Bullshit. And I got a van. <laughs> got a god. I got a goddamn van. <laughs> what kind of van was it? Nissan Quest. I think it was like 1995, 97 or something like that. And I went to college in like 19 or 2005 to 2009. So it was already like a decade old. It was old and shitty. <laughs> So when people are like, oh, let's all go to this party, you know, off campus, you said, I can drive because you had the for everyone, huh? Or no. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed to to drive the car anywhere that wasn't home to school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how, that's how much it was. Person. Yeah. <laughs> Literally raised the same way. <laughs> totally different background. We lived in different states, but exact same rearing techniques. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the firstborn thing. It's, it must be a firstborn. I don't know. It must so, be. Or like, just like, I think, I, t- I, I tend to think that it, immigrant families want their kids to be safe as well. Like there's that expectation to do well, but also they are just like super overprotective and just like, don't want you to, to do a whole lot of things that would put yourself in danger. And then once you get to the younger kids, it's like, well, I'm overreacting. Go, go have some fun. Like go, yeah, go I'm ride sorry. in those cars with the strangers. Like it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually you're kind of 
opening my eyes right now because I think you're totally right. It is an immigrant family thing because I'm sure that my mom's perspective was, because my mom, you know, her whole family lives in Italy. So we were the only family she had. And then my dad, his siblings live elsewhere and he's not super close to them. So we were like all that we had. So she, I'm sure she felt like, oh, if I lose them, like I lose the only family I have. Like my family is across the ocean. So yeah, it must be an immigrant family. Yeah. And a first more thing. Because obviously <laughs> they didn't give a shit when it came to the others. But <laughs> the youngers, the lessers. So, so the one thing I like, I, I, to this, like, I'm so bad with cars, like, remembering who's has what cars. Like, I, I'm car blind, if you will. The only the way that I actually remember your car is from your license plate. <laughs> your old license plate, because you've since then gotten rid of the car. But, yeah. um, herp derp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the story behind that? Um, so... <laughs> Herpderp was a big meme back in 2010. <laughs> really? You don't remember the memes? No, Herpderp. People would make derpy faces and then people would put the caption Herpderp. It was like the memes before we called them meme. No, and hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Freeze. Yeah, look it up. Herpderp. And it would just be that people would like freeze frame where people look dumb in, in shows or movies or whatever. And then they would just put the caption Herpderp. Well, let me share so my screen real quick. I'll show you what I what oh, yeah. I unearthed on Maybe Google. Comes up. <laughs> it was like that. Yeah, it was like this. Um, yeah, yeah, just like Herpter, and um, and then people see how there's like that face from some show or whatever. Like people put Herpter across whatever, just like weird faces. Yeah, you see. So that was a meme back in 2010. 2010 is when I got my first car, uh, a Mercury Mystique, 1998. And um, <laughs> my brother called it the Mercury Mistake. It only lasted a year um, until like around the year mark of when I got it, it developed an inexplicable issue that no mechanic could figure out where after 20 minutes of driving it, it would, it, it would just stop. Like I'd be driving, right? Yeah. I have my foot on the accelerator because I'm going forward. And the accelerator would just stop working. Like I'd be pressing on it and nothing would be happening. I wouldn't be going forward. So I'm just being pushed forward by gravity. And, that, <laughs> and uh, you know, the previous pressure from me go, having gone forward and it would jerk back and forth. And I basically didn't really have control over my car. Like it was really terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. And um, I took it to several mechanics and no one could figure out what was going on. No one could uh, replicate it. It was very strange. It, it was just like nothing that anyone could understand. Yeah, your your car had like like was different too because like you had that locking issue where you couldn't even lock your car. I think we maybe we've gone over this on the podcast before, but okay. yeah, the locking mechanism wasn't working. And sometimes I would just like leave my laptop in there and just like some stuff from work and be like, I would forget that your car doesn't lock. And you're like, well, I never had to worry about it because like, what do I have to steal? Oh, right, I know. Yeah, yeah that was, um, the the Honda Accord 2003 specifically had the locking issue. And um, was that the one that had the starting issue as well? Yeah. 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 So weird. I always end up with weird cars. So the Honda Accord, I bought this very nice old man. He had bought it right off the lot, like brand new in 2003. The only reason he was getting rid of it was because his wife bought him a car, and there was no sense of having three cars. 
I think that his wife was clearly saying, get rid of this car. <laughs> because why would she buy him a new one if, if he had a perfectly great and he loved it more than anything in the world? This guy loved his car so much that he installed a security feature in which he could not start the car without hitting the rear defroster button, and then you can ignite the engine. And it was the strangest thing. So every time I dropped it off at a mechanic or like to get it cleaned or just anything, I would have to explain this elaborate bullshit security measure. <laughs> and this guy was so scared of his precious car being stolen. It, it just doesn't sound like a feature. It sounds like an annoyance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and like, you bought it this way though like what was what was going through your mind as he was like going through this car because i've been like that seems a little extra like can you uninstall that feature um yeah i think i was just in college and i thought cool this guy t took care of his car and like maybe that means it'll last a lot longer because my last car you know i bought it like used from someone said oh it was owned by a grandmother who never never drove it and then within a year it had like inexplicable issues so this guy felt like oh at least you know he really cares about his car wow like he took really good care of it and he installed a security feature well shortly thereafter so the car used to lock but then like within six months the key wouldn't fit in anymore and it didn't have like a remote whatever thing that would work yeah because it was related to the security feature but, um, yeah, so then I couldn't lock my car. And so people would get in and I'd be, yeah, just put it in the trunk. Like, it's not really safe there because people can still open my car and, like, get in there. You know, feel free to conceal it from sight. Did, did you ever try getting that fixed? No, it's way too expensive. <laughs> like, they have to replace the entire, like, locking system. And I thought, it's not worth it. Um, so, I, so I've never been robbed, but the one time someone there was someone that went through my car um and the only reason i know this because i i paraded this information that i don't have shit in my car like my car is full of garbage there's nothing to be taken if once someone wants to go through it go for it but the one time i used to have a little like Yu-Gi-Oh pendant <laughs> fucking pyramid <laughs> and i had it as like a little um on the rearview mirror and someone went through my car i noticed because all the papers were strung about Nothing was stolen except for my Yu-Gi-Oh pendant. <laughs> they thought it was real gold. And I thought, well, like, more power to you, man. Take the Millennium Puzzle and, like, be free, man. <laughs> so that was the only time something was stolen from my car. <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot of luck, of, like, with people not, like, rummaging through your house, through your car. Just <laughs> Yeah, I went to the blocking <laughs> issue story because that's funny and it, it like involves you directly like completely <laughs> the, the revolution of locking my house is man that, that has to be its own story uh, i, don't I mean i we can go into the whole, whole bunch of stuff but like i want to go into like the death of your car like because that thing your most recent car i think should have died like a long time ago um yeah. <laughs> uh, so, because like I think when I was still living in DC there was a moment where you're coming over we're still doing the photo of the day and your car was literally smoking on the highway <laughs> and you don't live like far from me like from where you lived to my Arlington apartment was like maybe five miles like it yeah. really wasn't that far um, and <laughs> you're like I, it's smoking like I don't think it should do that I'm like no that sounds that sounds bad like don't go. 
I think you were lucky. Yeah. Like you were lucky to, to be able to make it there without breaking down on the highway. Yeah. And I I think after, even after you, like after the day was gone and you're about to go, you started it up and you thought you might be able to even make it if I remember the day correctly. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was committed. I said, Oh, let me just drive it home because it's, it's so, it's really close. Yeah. I can get home within 10 minutes. And you were like, you know, maybe like, let me hear it and see because you almost got like, you should have pulled over on the highway earlier today. Like hell, I'm just going to let you jump into your definitely dead car and <laughs> let's try and drive yourself home. Yeah. And it just, yeah, bad. Like you even said, like, mm, I don't think that's, and I have triple A. It's so ridiculous. I have triple A. It's really not that expensive because I didn't live far away, but I just didn't want to like be annoyed. I don't know. It's so dumb. <laughs> What's funny is that. So what happened there is that my like, radiator overheated because my temperature gauge was broken and the mechanic was like yo what's your temperature gauge was like you know wasn't it reading as hot i said oh no it's like normal it it didn't show anything i didn't really look at it and he said yeah like your temperature gauge is broken so that's why it was overheating and you didn't realize and that's why it started smoking oh my god (laughs) and he said how long has it been broken and i said oh well i don't look at it in the summer because it's warm so i don't give a shit what the temperature is it's like that's not it's not like i had a smart car that was reading the outside temperature like it meant for inside the car <laughs> like, oh, whatever. like i don't care if the engine is hot for the summer like i only care if it's cold even though i don't know what that means <laughs> and he said, yeah it's a miracle that it's because apparently, had I driven it home, there is a, and honestly, the fact that I did drive it all the way to your apartment instead of pulling over, there was a very strong possibility that I could have ruined the engine, which is effectively ruining the car. Like, the car is dead. If buying a new engine is 100% more expensive than buying a whole new car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at that point, you might as well just buy a new car. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it all so I could be part of the photo of the day. And honestly, those photos are fucking good. It was, it was good. It was so good. <laughs> Oh, I'll do one on Instagram. But like, I guess like you going through that story, it, it kind of reminds me that as an adult, you kind of have to know something about how your car works. You know, like you kind of have to learn that, which is, you know, you have to learn driving, um, which is one thing, like a whole other thing. And then you have to learn like, okay, well, is this right for my car? And like, fuck if I know, like, if you were to tell me, like, to open up the hood and tell me to, like, point to where the transmission is, like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I have no idea. Like, I didn't, like, how are you supposed to know that? Um, know. Yeah, so it, yeah, it just, uh, like, it just reminded me just, like, how much about the things that you own that you should know about, but I don't know fucking know anything. Like, I just, <laughs> I pay, yeah. I'm paying you money to figure it out, and hopefully you're not trying to rip me off. Exactly. It, it also kind of makes me think that I feel like when it comes to cars, so I'm a very like straightforward person. I think in a lot of respects, I, I've been called, uh, or I've been said, told that I lack chill, which I think everyone would agree. For some reason, when it comes to car things, I'm more like, oh, well, whatever, or I'm more soft-spoken, like that time your tire blew. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you just regale our listeners with that story it's possibly one of my favorite francis yeah so one day i think we were with a friend we shall call him uh, daryl <laughs> we 
we were with Daryl and we were driving to Honey Pig. It was um, at this uh, really great Korean barbecue restaurant in Annandale. No, not even Honey Pig. It was um, it was a Korean bar- um, bakery actually. And I remember it because um, in order to get there, you have to get off of I think it's like 495. And once you get off of the ramp, you have to take a left to get into the bakery. And <laughs> and so I am about to turn left and I'm like looking and um, and I forget like what happened exactly. But all I know is like I was heading towards a curb and yeah. Alana <laughs> sees this like before I'm able to see it because I'm like watching for traffic. And she's like, Francis, there's, there's a curb. She <laughs> watch out <laughs> and then i hit the curb <laughs> if you if you see that happening yell like draw my attention to the curb <laughs> yeah. Definitely. i'm a very soft-spoken like i'm not a passenger driver like i'm a very soft-spoken passenger but it's well, like it was like even below driving. her normal speaking voice which is like she's super loud to begin with <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she had she well, Lana for this video call had to like sit back normally or sit back further than she's had to that way she doesn't overpower the mic but yeah. <laughs> it, during this moment she was just like stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah legitimately I can name a couple of instances in which uh I've seen something occur and like I, I just don't I don't know what it is. I think it's that I don't want to be a jerk and tell people what to do, but I don't know why because that doesn't bother me in other aspects of my life. <laughs> but with cars yeah. specifically, you just just like pss, pss. <laughs> FYI. Tommy. <Tummy. laughs> yeah. And so I saw it, and his tire blew, and I was like, <laughs> oh God, this was super quiet. I, like, I don't even know if you heard me if I told you after, but. I like very quiet, like the most quiet I am is apparently when a catastrophe is about to happen in the car. <laughs> that I'm not driving. Do you, do you think any part of this has to do with like your mom and the way she's a backseat driver? Like she's a super backseat driver. Yeah, she's the worst. Like she's actually, um, she makes me uh, very upset when I drive with her too much. Um, and I'm not someone who gets very easily, like I'll get angry or I'll get like, you know, dramatic, but like actually upset is when my mother is the passive. Hey guys, this is Alana from the future. So you might be wondering, Alana, what happened to the rest of the episode? Where's Francis? What's going on? What was the conclusion to that story? Well, the truth is we recorded another half hour of that episode and it stopped recording. I guess at the last point in which you heard. And by the time we realized that, it had been another half hour of recording, and we decided we were too tired to record anymore. So that's why this episode just sort of ends without having a conclusion. That's why I'm tripping on to give you more of a formal conclusion. I wish I could remember the stories we shared in that episode. I can't really remember. I'm sure they were funny. I'm sorry you don't get to hear it. But for now, you'll just have to deal with this half-recorded episode. It's very HQAF. I'm sure you're not too upset. Um, I'm a little upset. Not gonna, not gonna lie. But anyway, it is what it is. This is how 
remotely recording episodes apparently goes. I mean, I'm sure there's a better way of doing it, and we're just too HQAF to learn how. But I hope you enjoy this episode anyway, and we hope that everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. And thanks so much for tuning in. That's it for our show, folks. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And you can find us on Instagram at hqaf.productions. We post every other week. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And until next time, the The best best ship to sail on is friendship. friendship.